Turning into Jumpy Ellie's basketball show Hosted by a guy called Jumpy Ellie Tuning into Jumpy Ellie's basketball show At JumpyEllie.com Good morning, everybody. This is another edition of the Passball Show brought to you by JohnPLA.com, by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Mother's Seton Academy in Howell, New Jersey, as well as Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Stay tuned for a little bit of a Super Bowl message from Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck, where you can get anything in regards to your Super Bowl party, Super Bowl prep and stuff like that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Handful of stuff we're going to get into, as always, in the world of baseball, sports, and unifying America. And as always, I'm glad to be with you. Um, thank you for uh, the patience in regards to the renovations that are going on in the PBS studios. Really, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to we're going to see a major improvement. I'm excited because it's going to set the studio up where we're going to be able to have guests in studio and set the couch up where we could do some more interactive shows, but, you know, most importantly, involve more people in in regards to the show. So thank you for everybody who has tuned in and thank you for everybody that will tune in over the course of time. When it comes down to the court of law, we like to always assume that somebody is innocent until proven guilty. Now, sometimes it's more of a saying than an actual um, statement. You think of somebody that commits a murder, let's say, an obvious murder in the view of people where there's a ton of witnesses and you have it on camera where it can be confirmed that this person did what it is that they did. Well, yes, they'll be apprehended, they'll be charged, but they have a right to their own attorney. They have a right to somebody for somebody to represent their side of the case, right? They have a right to a trial, especially in a something that is criminal. You have a right to have a jury and a judge in the end to ju- to make the decision over whether that person is guilty or innocence. But most importantly, it's presumed innocence until a person is found guilty. Now, in a new era, we can talk about the 21st century. We're talking about specific instances where people are not given those rights. And it's almost sacrilege. It's bad karma, perhaps, or maybe just a bad take to say anything that's not along the company line. But you think you're thinking of things that are happening right in front of our face. And it's almost like you have to assume that that person is guilty before they even have the right to defend themselves. And it's a hard take to throw out there. It really is. And I'm ambivalent on it, but I think this side needs to be spoken up a little bit more because at this point, it really isn't. When somebody is accused of sexual harassment, it's assumed that they did it. Now, I don't have any evidence to prove in any sexual harassment situation, whether a person is guilty or innocent, But we've come to a point where that person is not given those same rights. And you can say, wow, how how could you even bring that up? How can we not just assume that if somebody is accused of sexual harassment that they're, they're guilty? But how do you compare that to that of a murderer? Because right now we're giving a murderer 
more rights than a person that is accused of sexual harassment. Now, as it applies to the world of sports, you've seen a couple instances over the last couple months. The New York Mets hired Jared Porter as their general manager. And there was a story that came out about a harassment of a female reporter that was released by ESPN. Jared Porter confirmed that the story was true and he ended up losing his job. Now, that's easier to determine where the right or wrong is. There's no defending that. What Jared Porter did was wrong. What he did was not tolerated, should not have been tolerated. And the fact that he ended up losing his job was the right course of action. And it all stems from the fact that he admitted he did what he did. Now, once again, if somebody's accused of murder, they could have very well done it, but they still have the right to say that they're not guilty in regards to their plea, that they're innocent until proven guilty. Now you look at potentially disgraced former New York Mets manager, Nick, Mickey Calloway, who is now the pitching coach for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You hear the reports, the stories, what a couple of women have claimed that he has done in his past versus the pitching coach of the Cleveland Indians, then as the manager of the New York Mets, and most recently as the pitching coach for the Los Angeles Angels. Now, the accusations are horrendous. They paint the picture of Mickey Calloway being a bad guy. And you know what? He may very well be. He hasn't admitted to him. He has said that these reports are not true. He'll address any of these accusations individually, but has not admitted to any wrongdoing. Now, does that mean that he didn't do any wrong? Generally, when there's smoke, there's fire. There's something behind it. Odds are, conventional wisdom would say that Mickey Calloway did something wrong here. Has he engaged in this type of behavior for a long time? Maybe, maybe not. But the court of public opinion is going to continue to drill the narrative that this man did what he did because people say he did what he did. The difference between him and Jared Porter is Jared Porter admitted that what was reported was true. And that puts him in a completely different category. Now, in the end, would Mickey Calloway end up being in the same position? Probably, possibly, maybe. But in the meantime, he should have the same rights that anybody else that is given any sort of accusations has. Innocent until proven guilty. We look at it differently. We say guilty until proven innocent. And as, applies, as it applies to a couple things. We look at sexual harassment and we say that sexual harassment should not be tolerated. And it shouldn't. A claim of sexual harassment becomes instant guilt. Are we going the wrong way in society by assuming that? Because it goes against everything that, ha that we have stood for for hundreds of years. Now, you may say the treatment of women has not been within respect. And I can buy that. Women need to be treated better. 
We look at women, especially in a world of sports, and have a much tougher path to get, whether it's the world of reporting, whether it's broadcasting, whether it's working for a professional sports team. They have additional obstacles that the average male does not have to hurdle or does not have to go through. That being said, in a case of sexual harassment, it doesn't mean that that person should be assumed 100% guilty. Now, you may disagree with that. And I don't, I'm not bothered by it. I'm not ready to get in a, you know, perhaps a yell out, drag out, screaming match with you. But the problem is, is any other form, when we talk about crime or we talk about misconduct, what do we do? We give the person the respect and we say that they're innocent until they're proven guilty in a court of law. The problem is, is social media has set things up to be completely different. Social media has allowed for the court of public opinion to become an actual set of laws. And I don't know if we've gone too far with it. This isn't a Mickey Calloway Stan account. This is just pointing out that, hey, if there's a story that comes out about somebody, if there's accusations that come out about somebody in the social media world, in a court of public opinion, that person is guilty until they're proven innocent. So that means in this case, Mickey Calloway has got some work to do. Mickey Calloway has got to lawyer himself up if he feels like he's been miscast here. If these stories are not true, and I don't believe the fact that he could say, hey, he's married with kids, so he's not going to engage in this type of behavior. I don't know. I don't know enough about the man to know whether he is capable of doing this behavior. Is Were there some misunderstandings in there? I'm willing to want to see the true facts of this case before I'm casting my judgment. Now, another thing for all you social media experts that are going out there basically trashing this man because of these accusations, right? It's nothing more than anybody else being accused of anything. Those same people that you would give the right to a defense, the right to hire a lawyer, the right to a trial with a jury and a judge, you're not going to give in a court of public opinion. Admit that that aspect of it is true. Admit that somebody can make any accusation against you, defame you, change your character and what you're remembered for. Would you want your image tarnished by somebody just randomly posting something on social media about you? A story that maybe you said this when you didn't even say that. Or to take something completely out of context that you may have said and make it to be just as bad as anybody could perceive it. If it's not true, it's not true. But you should have the same rights as if anybody that's accused of a crime. In the end, we like to say that justice prevails. We know that it doesn't always. But you want, if you're accused of something, God forbid, that you didn't do. You would want it to be fair enough that you'd have the right to defend yourself. 
you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to be thrown in prison for something that you didn't do. And unfortunately, in the world that we live in, like I said, the court of public opinion is almost reigning supreme over that of the court of law. Social media can destroy somebody's life forever. Could keep you forever having an opportunity to get a job again. You should have just the right to defend yourself if you claim, number one, you've been miscast. If you claim that the accusations that are put up against you are not true. And most importantly, you have the right to defend any said allegations that are said against you. I'd say don't cave in to the pressure of social media. You know, why, why would you want to trust a handful of people in a world of Twitter and Instagram that don't even, even identify who they are? Imagine that. Imagine people that are hiding behind some sort of fake name and, and they're in a position to set your life up for what you are and what you're going to be judged as. Once again, as this applies to Mickey Calloway, when there's smoke, there's generally fire. If I'm going to lean towards what I feel about this and is this man guilty or not guilty? I probably lean towards him probably have done something wrong here. But I think the facts should present themselves. He should have the right to defend himself if he doesn't believe that he was cast correctly. If he doesn't believe that these are true accusations, then he has the right to defend himself. Does he need a lawyer? Should he make a statement? Should he defend each and every one of these charges individually? But unfortunately, we look at sexual harassment and we look at other things. Certainly, you think of steroids in baseball, right? If somebody played during the steroids era and somebody wants to say, hey, Frank Thomas was a big dude. Jim Tomey was a big dude. They both played in the steroids era. Unfortunately, they're going to have to carry with them the possibility that they could have used performance enhancing drugs. Now we tend to stick up for players like that because they're nice guys. Ken Griffey Jr., Pedro Martinez, Greg Maddox, they, they get a lot more respect in the game than Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and Sammy Sosa and Manny Ramirez. So they're gonna be treated differently. But what if they use performance enhancing drugs? Does that impact your opinion about other players that we know or assumed have used. Once again, we, we think of performance enhancing drugs in sport, and that's another avenue where the media has gone and said, you are guilty until you are proven innocent. But my, yeah, and I guess if you're trying to think of what the best solution is, I just believe in consistency and I don't think there's a lot of consistency out there. I think we want to, we want to, when I talk, when we think about being politically correct, we tend to be hypocritical, hypocritical. We tend to disregard a fair balance that we use in other things. We want to change the rules to fit our narrative. We think of the possibility that a female was mistreated 
We know that it happens. We know that it's widespread throughout the world of sports. We know that sports and women are a very tough mix. It doesn't mean that it can't happen. It doesn't mean that, you know, the, the Kim Angs of the world don't get all the credit that they deserve. The female coaches that are jumping into, whether it's baseball, you got female referees, you got women that do a great job reporting and broadcasting. It doesn't mean that they can't be successful. It's going to be tougher for them than it is for other people. And, you know, and it, it's certainly different than it is for males. But we can't look at every accusation and basically give the figurative death penalty to the person that's accused. They have the same rights that anybody that is convicted or charged with a heinous crime. It's different when you're convicted. When you're a convicted felon, you're a felon. If you're a convicted rapist or a sexual harasser, that's what you are. But you should have the right to a trial, to a jury, and a right to your own defense. Number two, thinking of the latest outbreak as it exists in the National Hockey League. And this is a big deal because you're thinking of active sports right now and, you know, the potential of baseball getting started. At this point, it looks like baseball is going to start on time. Spring training in a couple weeks. The season looks like it's going to start when it starts. All different things that we're, we are looking forward to as fans, but we do have some pause when it comes to the possibility of further coronavirus outbreaks. So as you're following the National Hockey League and the NBA right now, we've seen many NBA games be postponed. The National Hockey League is now, you're talking about three teams that are not playing indefinitely because of outbreaks within their teams. And we tend to go back to the same thing. We're thinking about football games during the season, whether it was the Ravens, whether it was the Titans, teams that particularly had problems with the virus kind of running rampant through the organization. In baseball, you think of the Marlins having almost their entire roster depleted with the coronavirus. So while this is happening, while this was going on, the general public goes out there and tries to point fingers. Other teams, other players on other teams are pointing fingers. And how do we look at the outbreak of this virus? We want to say that it started from somebody. Well, somewhere along the lines, it started with the person. Whether it was in China or some other country, made its way this way, and somebody gets it, odds are it gets spread to many people. There's been many examples of this virus. One person has it, all of a sudden 50 people, 100 people have it. And we tend to want to blame that individual that ended up with it in the first place. But odds are that person got it from somewhere else. Sometimes it's just a situation of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. We want to cast blame out there. Blame is something that we look at as almost making ourselves feel better. If you throw blame one way, this way you don't have to take any responsibility. Stop blaming 
teams in sports for carrying the coronavirus. If one person got it from someplace, we want to assume that they got it from someplace that they shouldn't have been. It could be a matter of Rudy Gobert touching a microphone and there was a spread of the virus. That microphone could have contained it. It could have come from somebody that had some sort of connection with that microphone as we're almost about a year to the day, we're about maybe 11 months to the day when that happened and the NBA season ends up getting canceled. The same thing with the NHL and all of sports for a series of months. Stop blaming teams. It's not the New Jersey Devils fault. It's not the Buffalo Sabres fault. It's not the Minnesota Wilds fault. It wasn't the Utah Jazz's fault, you know, 11 months ago. It's not the Miami Marlins or the Tennessee Titans or the Baltimore Ravens fault. And the only way that I could compare it to what you could be going through is if this virus hasn't impacted you yet. Let's say you end up with it. Let's say you are asymptomatic and you pass it on to your family members and your coworkers. Are you really at fault because you happen to have the virus? You probably decide to chalk it up to some bad luck. Same thing is happening in the world of sports. And the only difference between the world of sports and your real life is the fact that people's names, namesakes, faces, they're all put out there. And years are kind of kept quiet. If you're planning for a Super Bowl party, you should reach out to Two Ways One Passion Food Truck. The number is 570-800-8115. Um, several different possibilities. Um, you can contact them in regards to specific prices, but they have individual uh, packages. You could get 10 empanadas. You could get some guacamole and chips, a mega nacho party, a party combo, guac and chips, 20 empanadas if you want. Taco feast, quesadillas, all types of great Mexican food. Karen and Jenny work very hard. They, they prepare food with the best ingredients, freshest ingredients. Uh, once again, you can call 570-800-8115. Plan your Super Bowl party at Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck. This is the Passball Show brought to you by JohnPielli.com. Always glad to be with you. Thinking about guilt until proven guilt. Because the unfortunate thing now is you could come up with a story if you want to defame anybody. If there's somebody that has you know, wronged you, you want to come up with something negative about them. You could change the way they're perceived, potentially ruin their life, and probably cost them their job. How many people are thinking about that? How many people are thinking about some of their mortal enemies? You want to get somebody accused of sexual harassment. Because the general public is going to back you 100%. And I got to be honest. I mean, this is something that 
it, it's hard to talk about because this is an angle of this specific instance that very few people want to hear. People don't want to hear somebody talking about sexual harassment and not 100% unequivocally backing any woman that makes a claim of sexual harassment. Because once you do that, it's assumed the exact opposite, that you are condoning it. You're saying that it's okay. You're not showing any compassion towards somebody that has to deal with such behavior. And none of that is true. Everybody should be given the same rights. If somebody is accused of rape, it may be more heinous. They may not make it very far in in regards to the court of public opinion. But once that person is charged, they have a right to representation. They have a right to a trial with a judge and a jury. Seems like if your name is out there, you don't have those same rights. And, you know, you could, if you want to throw this at me, am I rooting for Mickey Calloway? No. I'm rooting for whatever happened be brought out into the light. If he sent lewd photos, I hope that's something that he gets held accountable for doing. But if he didn't do it, he should be able to hold on to his job. You don't fire people for accusations. You fire people that have done things that would be considered misconduct. Because you're accused of it doesn't mean you're guilty of it. That's all. Speaking about sports teams and the coronavirus, there's a lot of discussion about teams that end up having outbreaks. The New Jersey Devils, Buffalo Sabres, now Minnesota Wild have all had games postponed. Devils have as many as 17 players that have tested positive. So the court of public opinion will say that the New Jersey Devils are having, you know, extended parties with 50 to 100 people and are not wearing masks. But what if it's a freak occurrence? We like to say if individually you end up being stricken with the coronavirus, it's a freak occurrence. Why do we assume that teams are responsible in sports for carrying the coronavirus. If I come in contact with somebody that has it, I'm very susceptible to getting it. Sometimes it's just bad luck. This is a past ball show brought to you by JohnPLA.com by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Mother Seton Academy located in Howell, New Jersey, as well as Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. We'll be back with you Saturday, a little bit of a Super Bowl preview. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.